Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic healthcare systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. One nine seven six. Go for it. Call in, guys.
everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube. 
with you and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, percent right. Standard I'm time. so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length. All right, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember killer dinners? Don't worry about a thing, cause Soul Sausage Presents Pandementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. At oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. FM and .sf, the happiest two hours of comedy that exist anywhere on the radio. We're like the only thing that exists comedy-wise on the radio. Uh, we have a lot of comics here. I'm excited to get started in a little bit. In the fills today, you're listening to Sunk, which is Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal, and Jay Sun. It's music for moving. A flaw that it's so dangerous, or whatever. I don't know what it is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Thomas! Yeah! Well, to shed some light on what you've just uh, acknowledged, um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go back into old material. Uh, so I was watching a porno the other day, and um, it was one of those like, massage pornos. It was like where the guy's like, 
getting ready for a massage on his back, as you do. And um, the girl is, you know, I feel like dirty talk is dirty talk. And, and talking in porn is like a whole nother thing. We have to be a lot more kind of precise. You know, if you're dirty talking, it's like, oh, fuck me. And like, oh, God. Or like, you know, pu pummel my molars into dust so I swallow them or whatever. Like people say, you know, like they all just. <laughs> um, but this is, you know, I was, it was like, she's like, you know, going at it like this. And I was like, mm, you watching me jerk you off while you think about what it's gonna feel like and you just look at me and just wonder about it, right? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> You're doing great, go on. Mm. And like, you'll never replace the love that I need for my family or my family father, right? But like, you'll fill me up and it'll release serotonin and I'll just get all groovy and then I'll just like find another guy eventually to take your spot. And then I'll always just wonder about my father and then it'll just be a vicious cycle that ends with me not knowing the person who's living in my house or cooking me my meals. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone need some diamonds cut? Cause I'm hard as fuck right now. I don't think that really happens in real life. Though. No one's ever really spoke to me like that in the bedroom. But um, the other day I was having sex and um, in the middle of uh, switching. Your mom! <laughs> uh, and in the middle of switching positions, uh, her, f her phone went off with like an ESPN alert. So like it was like, and I remember just, and I just remember like, damn, I'm about to make the top ten tonight. <laughs> like in at number five, a flawless missionary to doggy transition. Watch this; it never comes out, and she is enthralled the entire time. Masterful work, masterful work. That's gonna come in at number five. Number four. I mean, in the absence of sports, like, what do we have? You know, I don't know. Um, fuck, I need to look at. We have more time. Anyway. Um. Two and a half minutes have elapsed. Lovely. I, uh, I'm still working a little bit. I'm still working like here, here and again. And like, I would say probably, you know, the best part of my days are when I, when I first arrive to work because we have to take our temperature. And, you know, I sit in front of the uh, sign-in sheet, and I write my name and the time I arrived, and then I have to take my temp. And it's blissful, just because for a moment, I get to really imagine just raising something to my temple and just pulling the trigger, you know? It's just, it's really great. Uh, I actually sold a, because, I mean, my job is pretty easy. I'm, I work in a wine shop, a liquor store. Uh, in these COVID times. I used to work at a restaurant, but we've converted the whole thing. And uh, the people who come in uh, are not the brightest. It's a lot easier selling one bottle to four people than it is selling like five or 10 or 20 bottles to one person. Um, this guy came in asking about uh, Long Branch bourbon the other day. And uh, so what do you know about this? I said, oh, it's kind of like, it's like Buffalo Trace, you know, and it's also uh, Matthew McConaughey's label. And so it's a celebrity thing, you know, and... Uh, Guy's like, cool, yeah, no, I like McConaughey. That's enough for me. Let's do it. Let's get it, you know? And I was like, 
all right. And he goes, yeah, it should be good. should be pretty good. I was like, <laughs> you didn't get it. <laughs> and I was like, you know, great thing about bourbon <laughs> as compared to wine is you can open it. And, uh, you know, you'll keep getting older, unlike wine, and it'll stay the same age, you know? And he was like, what? I said, no, I'm gonna, I said I'm going to kill myself. I said I'm going to kill myself. I said, I can't take this anymore. I wish the thermometer was a BB gun. Uh, anywho, uh, I uh, feel like there's more. <laughs> Didn't really prepare like I have. I feel like Aaron. Uh, okay, lovely. Um, I always end with impressions. Uh, tonight, I would love to do uh, an impression of um, Vin Scully and Alanis Morissette in the commentator booth of a basketball game. And another three from LeBron. Alanis, what do you think about that? High five. <laughs> How do you think he's so dominant so far into his career? What it all boils down to. He's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He dunks, but he shoots it, baby. That's all. That's it. Uh, one more final impression. Uh, this is uh, Eddie Vedder singing his kids a lullaby. Her little baby don't There's someone in there. Someone's in the potty. Yay, Thomas, yay! Seven minutes, yeah, that was great. All right, who wants to be next? Is that Aaron? All right. Hey, your next comedian. He's been traveling all over the United States. He's here for you now. Clap your hands together for Aaron Atkins! What's up, losers? What's up, losers? I'm going to do a... One of my to read the part of the grape. Fucking angry, oh my god, so fucking angry. Thank you. Um, I hate that Twitter is like our political zeitgeist now. I hate that's like where we get all of our, uh, you know, politics from. I think it's like, it's like half good, half bad, because sometimes you do some really like cool, like important woke shit. Like Angela Davis says that we can like galvanize. I'm like, yeah, and the top comment's like, we need a George Floyd Funko Pop! And I'm like, why? What? Do we? And like the third's like a white guy with sunglasses being like, imagine this was the other way around. Um, that's just my impression of white dudes. Okay. Uh, you know, whenever I think like I'm not funny or like a joke doesn't work, I just like let anybody that works in retail tell me a joke. You know, like, hey, do you guys have these shoes in a size 10? No. I'm <laughs> just kidding with you, bro. Yeah, of course we do. I'll go get it. It's not a joke. That's just a fucking lie. That's just a lie. 
Uh, I think it's really weird that we call sleeveless shirts wife beaters. I think that's like a really specific crime to name like an article of clothing. We all just like accept it, right? But we don't call like prescription aviator glasses child rapists. We just, <laughs> we just call those glasses. Okay. Um, God, you know, I keep following those signs that say women, right? I keep following them, but whenever I find them, they're taking a shit. <laughs> Thank you. Do you... <laughs> Do you think in a hundred years, like Cracker Barrel, like is gonna still be rustic, but like in 2020 rustic, like they're gonna have like yerba mate cans and like AirPods on the wall? You know, you're gonna you're gonna walk in. There's gonna be like a Charlie Puth record playing. She's gonna be like, "What's up, bruh? <laughs> Tail for two? <laughs> Cut. All right. Um, yeah. Do you know what I learned recently was that the worst argument to someone saying you drink too much is saying, "But I always drink this much." Not a good one. All right. Want to hear my impression of men? Imagine if this was the other way around. Thank you. <laughs> Um, just men on Twitter. I so I recently got some handmade ice cream, right? And I was like, I was so happy because last time they made it with their feet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend recently told me that she felt gaslighted, and I said, uh, actually, it's gaslit. So, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of which, I get. <laughs> I cannot wait until, uh, you know, I can't, I'm a feminist, I can't wait till we have a female president um, who drops bombs on Yemen. I didn't deliver that one right, but they're going to do it anyways. It's going to be a woman just the same. Man, is it South America up here? Because I am Chile. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I'll give it up for ethnicities. Quarter Asian, which is like the bisexuality of ethnicities. No, you're not. Uh, God, so uh, my, my girlfriend's schizophrenic. Give it up for Bella. <laughs> I'm sorry. She used to be schizophrenic. I recently got her a Bluetooth headset. Yeah, so now she doesn't have voices. She just has business partners. <laughs> um, God, uh, dude, what do I? I don't even. I'm uh, just going to read through this. I, that's kind of all I had for new jokes, but I don't ever want to stop getting on stage. We should have called cows moose. I said it last week. I'll say it again. That's just part of my brand. Um, yeah, pretty much everything new didn't work. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Give it up for your next comic. Yay, Aaron Atkins. Woo, 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 woo. All right, who wants to go up next? All right, she's going to do it. She's super funny. I'm so glad that I've met her and that she's here in California for a short period of time. You're going to love her. Put your hands together for Bella Dillman. I don't know why I have to adjust the mic. Aaron is not taller than I am. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I will do it like this. <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Aaron said that I was schizophrenic, which means I always have an audience. So thank you all for being here, and you, and you, and you. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, so I'm a server. I, I work a service job, and so I once gave a lady the wrong change, and she called me retarded. And I've never felt so seen in my entire life. I could say it, you guys can't say it. You guys cannot say it. Retard is the N-word for mentally ill white women. So I get to use it all I fucking want. 
Um, I, uh, so yeah, I have a boyfriend. You guys know him and have seen him. Um, I promise he's real. Uh, but I'm really glad to not be in the dating pool anymore. Uh, I used to have Tinder, and all the guys there were like Matt, Tim, Jeff. One syllable? Can you try a little bit harder? It just shows that men always give you the bare minimum. I once went out on a date with a guy whose favorite book was The Giver. That's on the fifth grade reading list, you guys. <laughs> I guess he just didn't want to read at a higher grade level than the girls he usually dates. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, so I get scared when dogs and cats are nice to me because it makes me feel like I have cancer. <laughs> what do they know that I don't? That's why I've had several mammograms. Uh, <laughs> what else do I have? Okay, this one is new and I haven't even written the whole thing yet, but uh, do, you guys, do you guys like to suck dick when someone's freshly showered? or not so freshly showered? Freshly showered? I don't know, I, I like a little I, I like a little flavor to it. I like a little spice. I don't want old spice, I want your spice. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Uh, I, uh, I, everyone always thinks I'm being abused in my relationships because I, they don't know that I'm the asshole. Once I, <laughs> yeah, yes, keep going with this one. Keep going with this one. <laughs> keep going. Uh, yeah, uh, I once cheated on a guy and he called me a bitch and I told my friends he called me a bitch and they were like, honey, I'm so sorry that happened to you. So I'm a feminist, yeah, right. Um, I, I don't know why those Indian garments are called saris. Don't be sorry. That's the whole joke. Um, <laughs> here's a little story for you guys about how I was, I was raised by a single mother uh, which makes me a double feminist. I am more qualified than any of you because my mom got dumped. Um, so she once had a boyfriend in college that she made wear a pad all day long, and then he begged her to take it off, and she said, you're, you're lucky I didn't make you wet at first. That's nothing funny, I just want you to know what I've been through in my lifetime, what sort of a sociopath raised me. She's a nice lady though. Um, every bag of chips I ate, even if it was single serving size, looks like a family sized chip bag to her and she made me feel like it was a family chip bag. <laughs> oh God, uh, I, I don't like that I ended that sad. But I really, okay, so COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, let's lighten it up here. I, I've thought for like three months that I've had COVID, but I just kind of had to come to realize that that's what an out of shape, drug addicted, mentally ill, smoking, drinking, IBS survivor feels like. 
So thank you very much, you guys. Give it up for your next comic. Bella Dillman! You did exactly five, just so you know. It timed out to five. That was great. Yay, Bella, yay! I like that you're so chill. You're like, you're just, you're chill up there. I like that. I like your chillness. Um, Sam disappeared. Will, you want to go up? Sure. All right. Put your hands together. It's Will Riley. We're oh, Ethan. Oh, Ethan. Ethan. Ah, Ethan Davidson. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ethan Davidson. Oakley dokely, everybody. So... I'm You're going to have to get that mic way closer to your okay. mouth. Tush, tush, can you hear me now? You might want to adjust it a little bit because it's going to be tough and difficult. Yeah, it's... So I don't really know how to... It's okay. I won't start your time yet. There you go. Yay! That, that good? That good? Okay. Okay. So I've lived in San Francisco for a long time. Uh, there was a brief period of time where it was legal to be nude in public, a magical moment in our history. So as soon as I found out about that, I was so excited that I decided to go from my downtown apartment to Dolores Park naked. So I left my apartment naked, and I got on the BART, and, uh, but then this BART police uh, came over and he said, you're under arrest, buddy. And I said, why? He said, because we can see that you don't have a ticket. <laughs> so, yeah, a, lo a lot of strange things happen in, in, uh, on the BART. One time I was just sitting, reading the Bible, minding my own business, you know, just reading my Bible, and this guy comes up to me and he says, did you know that Jesus died for your sins? I said, thanks for ruining the ending, jerk. <laughs> Yeah, so I used to be in a Christian rock, rock band, of course, and um, my, you know, my bandmate was really serious about spreading the, uh, the message that drinking is a, is a, you know, fool's game. So we wrote a song called Sucker's Liquor, and uh, we got a, some gigs at a bar, and uh, we were pretty, <laughs> we were pretty popular, you know. They'd be like, sucker liquor, play that song, you know. Uh, which was surprising because it didn't seem like those guys had much trouble drinking. They may have had a drinking problem, but they didn't seem to have trouble drinking. So, um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, a proud father, but I'm not so proud of how I became a father. It's kind of embarrassing to talk about because I was seeing two different women at the time, so I'm really not sure who the mother is. Um, yeah, so, um, right now I'm not dating, I'm not dating anybody. People think, people say that I've gotten kind of needy, but I don't, I don't really see it. I mean, I was kicked out of Al-Anon for being overqualified. Um, I did steal the Jehovah's Witnesses address book so I could knock on their doors, and... I did get a restraining order from the Moonies. Uh, it just, it, uh, maybe that's a dated joke already. Um, um, I did, um, you know, it's just seemed like everybody I love, after a little while, they start avoiding me. And it really kind of bummed me out when it happened with my puppy. So, and, uh, and I probably will 
follow somebody here home tonight. But, but you know, that's, that's it. That, I don't think I'm needy as a result of any of that. And um, Okay, so in conclusion, I want to say that almost nothing I said tonight is true. Uh, I don't drink, and I, I don't, um, I don't uh, have any kids, and, you know, I'm not a Christian, and I've never been in a band. And the only thing I said tonight that is true is I am going to follow one of you home tonight. So be ready for that. Ethan! That was fucking great. That was four minutes. Yeah, it was four minutes. That was great. Yay! Hey, you're all here. Um, is Sam still outside? What's he doing? Is, where is he hiding? What is he doing? Yeah, it's his turn. If he wants to do dirty jokes, he can right now. Okay. Yay! I have an opener. Here's an actual opener if you want one. Oh, he's fine. He's okay. He's got it. All right, clap your hands together, everybody. Clap your hands together. It's Sam Carroll. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Damn, I I really I really didn't prepare anything. I didn't. You guys you guys know a lot of my stuff. Um, T Thomas was saying an interesting thing to me today, which was that he has a friend who's got a, a spreadsheet for dating. Or was that you that said that? A spreadsheet, a spreadsheet for dating. God damn it! And she's dating like twenty people. Does she do? Does she have any formulas for him? Like, or like organizing? Like, is are there check boxes? Like, <laughs> sex eight point nine, and then there's this algorithm. She does have that. Occupation? Does she rent it and then give it like a like a Z score? That's that's so fucking interesting to me. Oh my god! Because you could weight everything differently. You could weight the occupation. You could weight the occupation thirty percent. You could give it a score. You could make an average. You know. This this is crazy. I was telling you. I mean, this is this is. I think what I think. This is, I think, what happens when you are at, taking Adderall at work and you don't have enough projects. <laughs> this is so... What a fucked up time we live in. I, I'm not on any dating sites, you know, mostly just so I don't make jokes about them. But that didn't go well. That didn't go as planned. That's how's the dating app joke? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's not heckling me right now. Because I did the smoothest thing ever, which is I brought him a beer right before my set. So he'd be like, oh, thank you, Sam. Yes. Oh, you didn't even know. This was my supreme. No, this I actually, Aaron, you know, I know you love this beer. I know you love this beer. Tell the crowd how much you love this beer. You've said to me multiple times, and I just did a super nice guy thing, which is I brought him one of these beers. These are 9.5%. These are 9.5%. Because I'm a comedian, because I, I have no walls about me. This is how it goes. Bella? What do you know about that, Bella? I didn't hear you say. I was getting this beer for Aaron. <laughs> Sorry. How'd it go? How'd it go? 
Nice. Nice. I like your tones. <laughs> Fuck off, bitch. How'd your set go? Nice. Any new jokes? Who's Sinbad? Oh, I know who's Sinbad, but like, who's who are you saying was Sinbad? Like, who is who is Sinbad like? Sinbad literally came in. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's fine. I'm I'm enjoying having a conversation with you, Aaron. You know, I feel like we're broing down right now. I bike messaged. A measly 29. We got two new hires. We got two new hires, and they, and and they're they're crushing it right now. These guys these guys have a fire under their ass hairs right now, and they're burning up. Yeah. In science class, I used to we used to do this thing where you light a tampon on fire, and you have to drop it, not knowing, not looking at it, just when you feel the heat. Yeah. In public school, dude, that shit is crazy. There's no way that's allowed. You just, the teacher would light the tampon and you would have to hold it and not look at it. And then he'd be like, drop it when you feel the heat. <laughs> we didn't learn anything from this. There was nothing about this. There was no, there was no lesson. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Buying this beer for Aaron. I hate that moment where you give the guy the money, he gives you the change, and then you stay there, and you're putting the change in your wallet. I just want to say something to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Not, not that I was staring at your dick, but your zipper is down, and you only did four and a half minutes. I was you on can purpose. stay up there. I said, not that I was staring at your dick, but your zipper's down. And you only did four and a half minutes. You can stay up there and fuck around if you want. I'm good. I'm good. That's it. Uh, that's all That's all I wanted to do. That's it? Sam Carroll, yay. He's trying to do crowd work. It's impressive. It is what it is. Crowd work. Crowd work. Crowd work. That's what he was doing with some crowd work. Well, Pancake and Josh Kahn are supposed to be here, and they're not here. And I expected Sam to go on for longer, but he's a coward, so. <laughs> so he could have stayed up there, and he only did four and a half minutes. He had all the time in the world, and he chose to um, not. Yeah, go up there. Ethan! So, um... Oh, yeah, so then after I said they may have a drinking problem, but they don't have a problem drinking, and then I said, I interpret these scriptures kind of differently because I've read, you know, I've read the Bible, and uh, I read that Jesus not only m drank wine, but he manufactured it. So that shows that drinking and moonshining are okay with him. And uh, not only that, but he did, he did a, he drank so much wine that he had a blood test and it showed that his blood was 100% wine. So, uh, and they also said that, <laughs> they also said that his flesh was kind of doughy, so there might be a connection there. Oh, I'm gonna do some jokes.
Brooks, hold on. I just realized I haven't gone up yet. Please give it up for your next comic coming to the stage right now. Pan Benjamin. Thank you, Aaron. That was I made my own. I made my own thing go out, but I can hear it and it all works. Yeah. If things have been weird because sometimes I have to be clean with comedy and sometimes I don't have to be clean and I usually open up with something like, you know, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them, <laughs> which is which is clean but not clean. Like, it's clean in that I don't say fucking cocaine. I say just regular old cocaine. Uh, uh, well, and when I'm hosting, this is the thing I've been dealing with. When you host... You kind of have to throw softballs at people, you know? You got to kind of be like, hey, welcome to the show. You're going to like it. You got to give them some easy underhand things that they can just, where they can just knock it right out of the park, and it's impressive. But whenever I think about throwing softballs, I think about how soft my cat's balls were before I neutered him. And he had the sweetest nutsack. My, I'm, I'm serious. I used to touch his nutsack much as possible because I knew that I was going to chop them off. So I wanted to appreciate them while they were there. And they were gorgeous. They were like two, like really puffy pussy willows, just gorgeous. And I'd come up behind him and I'd little nut sack. He liked it, but didn't like it. He was the most beautiful nut sack ever. And so then I went in, they were really softballs. I went in to the veterinarian to get murdered. And I, I asked the veterinarian, what do you do with all these balls? Like, what do you do with the dog balls and the cat balls? Like, are you feeding other dogs and cats? Are you f taking that? What are we doing with the balls? And she like looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, can I take my cat's balls and turn them into earrings? Two cute little, I just, I wanted to touch them forever. This cute little, she said, no, <laughs> she was not. <laughs> the veterinarian did not think that was as, as as I did. I'm going to have to change this microphone for tonight because this LX XLR cable is killing me. Uh, some of our microphones have been broken here. I've been getting into um, FaceTiming old men, not for money, just to help my flagging self-esteem. And the other day, I stuck an old microphone in my pussy. Oh, yeah. Is that funny? Is that, is that hot or funny? What is that? I don't know what that is, but it's, yeah, it was... <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I don't want any money. I don't want any money for it. I just, I just, you know, I'm a narcissist with self-esteem issues. And I just, I, and there's a reason why I haven't had a camera on my phone all these times. People have been like, why don't you get a smartphone? Why don't you have a smartphone? And then th my answer to that is in 1990, when I had a camera on my phone, I had a problem of taking pictures of myself on the potty. And this is before even the internet really existed. I was sending them to people just via phone. <laughs> Look, I'm on so then I stopped having a camera on my phone, and then all of a sudden these smartphones came out, and I'm like, I don't deserve a computer in my pocket. I'm going to drop that in the toilet. I don't need that. Also, I should not have a video camera on me at all times. Proven by now. <laughs> I usually skew younger. I usually go for guys like under 30. Uh, but now, guys over 50 are horny, and they have money. <laughs> And they think I'm hot. They're like, damn, girl, you put that microphone in your pussy? Ooh. I did. I did. It's really hard, though, because I've never, 
People always ask me, like, what's your least favorite body part? And that's a weird thing to ask a woman over 40. Uh, but I feel pretty good about my body right now. Like, it isn't, I don't have bye-bye arms. I'm, like, pretty, this is the bye-bye and the part waves and all this stuff. I'm pretty cool about my tummy. But the part I don't like is my butthole. Uh, I don't like getting banged from behind because my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's 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 like a it's like a discount Arby's with lots of sauce. It's it's bad. It's it's bad news. Bad news. Uh, but now the problem is I I'm poor and because it'll become a bloody mess. So you try to you ever try to pluck your asshole? It is that is an arduous undertaking. What am I doing? Well, what I learned is these these 55-year-old guys, they don't give a fuck what's on your asshole. They're like, "Oh, did you miss a part? I love it." I actually like, "Oh, you've got a weird little ingrown hair on the side of your vagina there." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I do." Next time you want me to pop that thing for distance, well, like it'll be it'll be Am I gross? I'm not gross. I'm a witch. You use that stuff in witchcraft, friends. I, all these pronouns, I identify as a witch. My pronouns are we and us. <laughs> I have familiars. I love my cats. They make it's true. I'm a witch. Yeah. And that's the thing is I like being called a witch. I don't like bitch because I find it demeaning. I like witch, but what I really prefer is cunt face. I feel like that's just more powerful. Like, don't call me a feminist. Call me a cunt face. There's some power in that. You know what I mean? Like, I own it. <laughs> no, I'd rather be, I'd honestly, I'd rather be called a cunt than a, than a b bitch any day because bitch, I feel like, is talking down. And that makes no sense because females are so fucking strong. They can have like eight babies at once. <laughs> No, a female dog. No, a female dog is a bitch. Usually, a and a bitch actually has to have babies to be a bitch, and so it's just like it's just it's it's all that. It makes me so crazy because I'm a Marxist and I'm like, we they call it labor. We go through labor, and we don't get paid for it. It just makes no sense to me. We are literally the means of production. I know, I know, Marxist jokes, they're hilarious. <laughs> People are like, mm, not so much. <laughs> makes you think. Uh, so I'm like burning time until Pancake gets here. Not really. I'll just do one more joke. My favorite Bible verse is Leviticus 2011. And that's if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> I love to be stoned. I love to be stoned so much. Also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. Sexy, sexy man. Oh, he was hot. Yeah. He played golf, too. He was a hot, sexy guy. You know, not, not Barack Obama, my ex-husband's father who died. I guess they probably both, everyone, everyone plays golf, right? All rich people play golf. Here's the thing, right? Tiger Woods, very, very rich, half Thai, half black, but I think it's racist if I call him a tycoon. <laughs> is that, is that how that works? Is that too much to, is that, <laughs> what is that? A, that's not a funny joke. I think that's a very, I mean, is that too racist? Is that too, is that, I don't, do I have to give that joke to a, it's a, but a tycoon is a rich person. He's the one who just happens to be rich and half black and half Thai. I'm, I'm, <laughs> thank you. In, in, incredibly clever on the line. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. I'll take it.
Really on the line. I know, I know. That's a rough one. I've been trying to give that to a black comedian forever. I'm like, what black person can do that joke? Because I don't think I can. It's fine for me to talk about my butthole. but So um, I'll just close out about Barack Obama. Really sexy, sexy guy, right? And uh, you can blame him for anything you want. You can blame him for global warming, for your like porcupines for your smelly dick, but you can't blame that bitch for being sexy. You know, Barack was a sexy, sexy man. He really was. And I was really sad the presidency aged him too, but I like a silver fox, so that's cool. He's a good looking guy. Okay. Yeah, wasn't he? I miss him. Why? I think that every president should be good looking. I think that right now that's one of the worst problems. I think that 45 is the ugliest president since Taft. Remember that fat fuck? Here's the favorite thing. I did I did a report on Taft like in sixth grade or something. And the one thing I thought that was most exciting is that he had to change the bathroom in the White House because he was too fat for the bathtub. He was too... No, no, that's that's something made up. But he they changed it. He, he, they had to have a different... They put a new bathroom in just because he was so fat. How fat was he? Yeah, he was so fat that he was actually a bachelor his entire life. He was one of our presidents that didn't get married. Surprisingly, there were sizists back then too. Who knew? Okay, um, I'm done. Thank you guys for laughing at my jokes. Yay! Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Wonderful host. Don't, don't, don't forget, don't forget to put money in the jar if you can, and if you can't, we well, can Venmo at Mutiny Radio. That's really helpful. Or um, if you can't give me any money, which I totally understand, if you could just pass the GoFundMe on your Facebook or your Instagram, that would be like so important. Because the other day I passed it for like an hour, and I made two hundred bucks, like in an hour. So it's just a concerted effort, and that's just me. So if other people pass it too, then maybe we'll survive past October. Do Yay. it right now, bitches. like a goth person but you don't you're not doing it right because you have air force ones on and those are very materialistic and goths aren't into that shit aaron looks like the prettiest bitch in the prison that's a tweet you know what you look like ugly <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey fuck you man <laughs> sorry i take that one back you're right we still gotta be friends after this listen to the ass track got it going on listen to the ladies come on and let me spawn on your eggs then you go up the river listen to the ass jack that freaky nigga now i'm at rock and i shock and i tick and i talk and i can't stop with my bobby ross see i got lot like john stars hitting mass bars back me the bike and i'll be rocking the whole park on the m to the c to the a and it's a boss the rhymes that we boss on the top of the lust and my mouth is not but, but fuck it, let me get down to the rhythm. Yes, I get funky and I shoot on my tism like John Bones, the X-rated nigga. Listen to the shit, cause I am the ill figure. Nobody's getting any bigger than this. All right, so we have a comic right here to do jokes for you. Clap your hands together for Josh Kahn. I am unprepared. Yeah, I just shook the last drops of urine out of my dick and walked on up here because I am unprepared. Okay, so here's a serious thing, though. Sam, do you watch Narcos? You familiar with the show? You're familiar with that? That'd be a great show. Great show. Uh, arguably great show. I have a problem with the show Narcos and all of the kind of like, because there's a billion movie, Love Pablo, 
because they all have to be told through the lens of a white guy. Have you noticed this? Like narcos and everything else, there's got to be a white guy that it's all happening that like a side and it's and the whole story is told through like his perspective. You couldn't just like have a show with only Latinos on it because people are gonna look at it and be like, oh, I don't want to watch subtitles, right? But so you put you put like a white guy on there and you tell the whole story through his perspective, and then all of a sudden it becomes like, oh well, there at least will be some not subtitles. So I wrote the theme song to Narcos season four. There's not a season four yet. But they're about to come out with Narcos season four, and so I wrote the theme song for it. It's from the perspective of that one white guy that's in there with all of the South Americans. So here, here it goes. Here's the theme song to Narcos season four. It goes like this. Well, I'm proud to be South American where the cocaine's almost free. And everyone I love will die if Pablo betrays me. Key change. And I'm proud to be South American working for that CIA. Gonna stage a coup and overthrow your leaders because they're gay. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Clap your motherfucking hands because I just got paid by Netflix. I know they listen heavily to the Pam Benjamin Happy Hour on MutinyRadio.fm. By the way, donate, motherfuckers. Donate, motherfuckers. So, yeah, you're going to PayPal, and Satan just jumps out. He's like, if you do not donate to Mutiny Radio, your testicles will shrivel up and your eyes will turn to powder. There's my devil voice. Okay. Should I do fucking jokes with this time? Um, Yeah, I know you guys enjoyed that. Uh... Sir, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I like that mask. Me too. That's a pretty cool mask because it says Black Lives Matter. This is good radio when I say that I like your mask, but I don't say anything about it. Yeah. Who did you vote for in the primary, Democratic primary? Uh, I voted for Bernie. You did? You voted for Bernie? Yeah. Oh, I did too. We're, I, I will see you at re-education camp. Okay. Sure, sure. You know, good, good. Yeah, you want the senile rapist, not like the half cognizant rapist in there. So that's what that's what I'm all about. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Two, two, two rapes make a right. I think that's that's prob that's pretty much uh, that's that's well accepted. Yeah. So do you remember a few months ago when Trump like dispersed uh, protesters on the lawn so that he could walk across and have that photo op at the church where he held the word the Bible upside down? You remember that? So did you know he actually caught some tear gas in the face, Trump himself? Smelled some tear gas, and they asked him, President Trump, how did that tear gas smell? And he said, oh, there were some very fine chemicals on both sides. <laughs> yaka, 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 yaka. Uh, yeah, he, he vetoed student debt forgiveness, though, during all this kerfuffle during George Floyd and everything like that. He used that as subterfuge to eliminate... Uh, student debt forgiveness and he said and they asked him why did you eliminate student debt forgiveness and he said because you never said you were student loan sorry you never said the magic word so now you're screwed okay that's good I haven't did these Trump ones in a while if they really wanted to get him out though they shouldn't call yeah yeah baby uh, crank that shit and just let me grind ay 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 Yo <laughs> 
¿Qué onda en las ganchas? What's up out in the sea? Yeah, somebody brown just looked in the door at me and was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking cut you. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna do some impressions. We ready for some impressions? Who should I do first? I'll do, uh, hmm? Okay, here's my impression of Bobcat Goldthwait. I started a mutiny radio you know, once in a while. I, I, Pam Benjamin wants you to donate to mutinyradio.fm. I, you think you should. It's Bobcat Goldthwait endorses mutinyradio.fm. Donate today. <laughs> anyway, so you can, so take that clip and now use it and be like, we had Bobcat Goldthwait at the station. He wants you to donate. Yeah. Here's my impression of Pam Benjamin. It goes like this. Hey, you guys, what's going on? We're going to play whack-a-mole with my eight huge clits. Boom, 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 boom. Here's my impression of, uh, of, uh, of Pancake. Here's my impression of Pancake. Okay, I'm going to start my set now. <laughs> Here's, I'm going to start with a small ceremony, and I'll be referring to one of my many notebooks. Here it goes. Here's here's my ceremony. Get in the zone, auto zone. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> uh, you called me up here. Pancake, if you don't want, you, I can put you on the show too in a little bit if you just want to chill or if you want to do jokes right now. Everyone went outside, so I don't know how you feel about it. Except yeah, for it's Josh. fine. I only need one person's approval, all and right, it's all you. Right. Okay. Now, you don't have to listen either. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pancake. Hey, thanks. I'm Pancake, the Syrup King. Listen, I have been told that I should not say this, but I'm going to say it in the beginning so I can win you back. Uh, from from the depths of below rock bottom. So I had this N-word buddy. Yeah, real ninny. Short for nincompoop. I looked it up. Ninny is not a bad word. But when I said N-word, you all thought because I'm a white guy, I meant N-word. Well, guess what? You're a bigot. The N-word can't just blanket all the N-words with impunity. Okay? Narwhal. Niner. Non sequitur. Never. Never Trumper. Necrophilia. Okay? And it's not my fault that you thought I was saying something else. The... The term harass must have come from somewhere, right? Like, like two guys are, are talking to each other, and then they point at uh, one of them, misogynistically points at a lady, and is like, hey, harass. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? And then another lady walks by, and that same person's like, hey, her ass mint and I'm like whoa these words come from somewhere I see it now harass harassment 
I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, I had this friend who could who could neuter a dog with her smile. Yeah, a dog's name, Dog Barker. Not Bob Barker. Crowd work to uh, to a uh, to a. Hey, don't smoke that. Okay. It may seem like it's got some cool vitamins in it, but guess what? They're non-essential. They're non-essential vitamins. They're not welcome here. We're going to have a great show for you. It's almost 7 o'clock, and we're going to have outdoor comedy. So we're going to have a little music break in the middle for those listening at home. Pam, take it away. Thank you, Pancake. Yay. All right, it's true. I'm going to figure out the microphones because that one on S1 is killing me. It's going in and out, and it's making me nuts, so I'm going to have to switch it. But enjoy some Beastie Boys in the interim. I like this band a lot. I have good memories about Beastie Boys from my youth and, you know, recently as well. Uh, All right, we'll be right back with Outdoor Comedy here at Mutiny Radio. Thanks for being here. Please donate to our GoFundMe, please. And uh, our Venmo is just Mutiny Radio, all one word. And enjoy some Beastie Boys. We're going to be right back.
stitches. You're right, man. here for outdoor comedy hi yay you've got burritos you look like you want chairs do you want some chairs we can uh we can we can get some chairs and figure that all out for everybody uh cool we've got chairs this is a little loud i'm gonna turn it down a little bit uh please stay socially distanced uh hold on i gotta turn this down she'll bitch me out All right, socially distanced. We've got chairs coming out. Put chairs in the street. Be all apart from each other. Thanks for being here. It's mutinyradio.fm and .sf. People are listening live, and you're here live, not gathering. That's great. It's good stuff. I'm so excited that we're all here. It's a it's a clean it's a clean show because uh, we respect our neighbors and they have children that live here, and we're projecting things out in the street. So. We're doing clean stuff here, trying to be part of the community here. Uh, I realized this week that no one will give me crap for not wearing a mask if I'm smoking or eating. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, which is so much more healthy, I think. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. One thing I know about being bulimic, it makes me four times the consumer, which is great for the economy. I am consuming a lot of food. Just getting rid of it, which is weird because I'm on food stamps and they only give me about half the amount of money that I can live on. So I should be an anorexic instead of a bulimic. Oh, what am I doing? How am I affording cigarettes? That's crazy. I live in the Tenderloin and people have been asking me for shorts on their cigarette, on my cigarettes. And I'm like, it's COVID, bro. Like, what are you doing? You want to smoke my short on my cigarette? That's crazy. He's like, actually, I wanted to make out with you. What are you doing later? <laughs> like, 
That's how I. Uh, I don't get a lot of comments from men in 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 real real life. I don't I don't know why. Uh, but when I'm walking in the Tenderloin, everyone's talking to me. A guy actually drove his car over to the side of the road today, and he said, yelled out his window, "With all due respect, you are very beautiful." <laughs> I was like. Cat complimenting? Is that what we're doing now? This is just sort of like, I respect you so much. I almost came. You know what I mean? I'm like, you actually, you see me. You see me. I walked by another man and he said, girl, you look like you know something. I was like, what? I didn't even have to tell you about my two master's degrees. <laughs> Everyone else is so <laughs> bored. They're like, you're so pretentious. You're constantly mentioning your two master's degrees. And I have to, right? Because it was an incredibly poor decision. Not a bad decision. Just a poor one. I have an MFA in poetry. I'm never gonna make any money ever. In the history of the world, not gonna happen. No money in poetry, surprising. Uh, I've been saying that comedy is just poetry that people actually wanna listen to. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that poem about my third abortion, oh, stab my eyes out with a pencil. Jeez. I've only had two abortions, the third is for comic effect. <laughs> but I did <laughs> but I did write po boring, terrible, pretentious poems about that. I do, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretentious poet, yay. I thought, oh, you know how I'm gonna make money? I'm gonna make money with poetry. I'm gonna write lyrics. Lyricists, they actually make money, right? And they rhyme things or whatever. So I thought, oh, I'll write lyrics for death metal. Because there's only like, there's only nine words in those songs anyways, right? It's like, there's not very much in there. So here are some of my songs. I'm going to try them out for you. See if you like them. You'll tell me which ones. This first one is about things people like. Okay, it goes like this. Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. People love porn. <laughs> they love it. They love porn and end rhyme. End rhyme makes them feel complete, you know, at the end. Oh, it, it. Yeah, it's the, it's the unicorn and porn. We get it. So the second song deals with embedded rhyme or assonance. That's when you rhyme the vowel sounds in between words or, or slant rhyme, sometimes they call it. And it goes like this. At dawn with chainsaws. For those of you that don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws. It's about carving up dead whales at dawn in Alaska. Bloated whales. Yes, very metal. Very, very metal. Also that aw sound in the middle. Yes, that's the embedded slant rhyme. Yes, yes, learning. We're all learning together. The last song I think is going to be my big moneymaker, and it's called 23-Year-Old's Lament. And it goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 23-year-old's lament. Yeah, I think that's going to be my big moneymaker. Yeah, they all live with their moms. I love it.
I had my first abortion in 1995. That's 25 years ago. And uh, my only regret about that abortion is that I didn't have the kid because uh, I could be having sex with all of his friends <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Just such a regret. Big regrets in my life, you know, like I could have, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Cool. How long have I? All right, all right, all right. We should, we should, we should dial this in. Get this started. Yeah. Um. Figure out social distance seating wherever you feel the need. We've got all the stuff everywhere and all the people and a bowl of water for dogs or for yourself. Oh, okay. There, we have no cups here. So, I th I was like, where's the dog? Usually we have a lot of dogs sort of strewn about, and I was like, oh, how sweet and kind. He's. <laughs> Getting a and it's 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 his own bowl. That's fine. It's yeah. I'm on I'm on food stamps and uh, I love gross out. All, you guys are all neighbors, so you know gross out twenty third and yeah. Oh yeah. I love me some gross out. That's where like strange breakfast cereals go to die. <laughs> like there's there's the unicorn cereal today. It was like three for ninety eight cents. I'm like, what is it made of? <laughs> Does it have calories in it? Are we all gonna be okay? Like. It's made of air and dreams. It's the unicorn. It's the unicorn stuff. It's okay. It's a dumb phone. It's stronger than you think. Like, it doesn't connect to the internet. It has real. It's real. No, I, I, it's a good thing it doesn't connect to the internet. I'm not allowed to connect to the internet. I shouldn't have a camera on my phone. I don't know if anybody else remembers 1997, but I had a penchant for taking pictures of myself on the potty. <laughs> I was one of those potty pit girls. I was like, it's so cute. I didn't know it was a fetish. I just thought I was being funny with some girlfriends and later like you find your pictures in Denmark like how did that happen <laughs> the World Wide Web is a big place how am I on like Shutterstock how did that turn into a <laughs> suddenly this is suddenly there's a watermark on it and I'm not getting any money for it how is this working like I mean I leave a watermark but not just in my pants cool I drink a lot all right well, let's get this show started. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for socially distancing and doing all that. And um, I'm super excited for our show tonight, as I always am. It's a clean show. For the comics that are on it, um, you get one accidental F swear, and then if you do another one, I pull you. So wherever you are, comics, if the, don't F up. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go first? You're ready. I'm super excited. Uh, your first comedian tonight, she's by way of Chicago, and she's through here right now, which is incredibly exciting. She's wonderful and funny and has written one-women shows and all kinds of other things. She's a sketch comedian. She's a hilarious comic. You're going to love her. Put your hands together for Bella Dillman! Hey, hey, what's up, peepees? Oh, I'm sorry, it's a clean show. What's up, dongs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna start this off real cool. My dad died. Yeah, he, he was an heroin addict. My my mom is really afraid that I search out the same type of guy as my father was. And although yes, my boyfriend is a heroin addict. <laughs> He's also my rock. No, 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 wait, I mean my baggy. <laughs> I should really get confirmation on that. I don't know much about heroin. Um, I am really glad to not be in the dating pool anymore. I was on Tinder. Are you guys 
ever on Tinder. Uh, but all the guys' names on there was like Tim, Todd, Jeff, John. Put in a little effort, dude. One syllable? Are you serious? I mean, I dated someone whose favorite book was The Giver. That's on the fifth grade reading list, my friend. That's on the fifth grade reading list. I don't know. Maybe he was just intimidated. Maybe he just didn't want to be at a higher reading level than the girls that he usually dated. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Um, so, I don't know. I, I kind of, do you guys remember when, when strawberries were really big? Yeah, I was a kid when strawberries were really big, and I don't know what they put into them, but why didn't it make my tits any bigger? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Today I'm feeling a little bit off my game. It's probably because I'm off my meds. Oopsies. Um, I, I don't like my meds because I can't come when I'm on my meds. I cannot come on my – and I, I am – I am an instant gratification girl, so ne like when I take my meds, the only thing that I can do to get that instant gratification is smoke crack. Um, but there is one good thing about smoking crack. If you do do that, it makes sex with a crack dealer bearable. So that's fine. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I. I used to work in Chicago, right? I was a server in Chicago, and I would go outside, and there would be this homeless man, and he would always ask me to smoke crack with him. And I, I very often said no. <laughs> but I finally got up the courage to ask my coworkers whether or not he had asked them to smoke crack with him, and I was the only one. I just have like the crazy in my eyes. Like people know I smoke crack. <laughs> I mean, I'm schizophrenic, so I always have an audience. Thank you guys for being here, but also thank Phil. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, one time when I was working at my job, I gave someone the wrong change and they called me retarded and I've never felt so seen in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, thank you for <laughs> branding me that. I, like, I can say it, you guys can't say it. I, I'm, you guys cannot say it, I can. Um, uh, retard is just the N-word for rich, mentally ill white women. <laughs> Because we just say it willy-nilly. <laughs> um, I, I think that I have more jokes, but that is really a question. Um, okay, so I, I do have a boyfriend, right? I talked about him earlier. I, I took him to meet my family, and um, he, my mom gave him a set of rules. She was like, do not let her go to the 5 a.m. bar, because in Chicago they have 5 a.m. bars. Do not let her drink hard alcohol, and do not let her eat after midnight. <laughs> I am basically a gremlin. I'm not going to say I'm not. <laughs> 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 
Like, I have been arrested for trying to break into my own boyfriend's house. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I did do that. Um, but I, 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 I do really think, like, even though I have a boyfriend, I, I am a feminist, I'm a strong woman, I don't understand why those Indian garments are called saris. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, my mom my mom was a big, uh, she was a single mother, but she was also a big monitor of my weight. I was on Weight Watchers from a really young age. And uh, what a lot of people don't know is that DJ Khaled was on Weight Watchers. You know, that guy, like, another one. Another one. Not when it comes to food, but uh, <laughs> everything else, yes. Uh, but... Of course, DJ Khaled doesn't eat pussy. Pussy's like 40 points on Weight Watchers. <laughs> you guys didn't know that DJ Khaled didn't eat pussy? Sorry. He doesn't eat pussy. His wife is miserable. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. You Give it up for your next comedian. Give it up for Pam. Give it up for Pam. Hey, Bella Dillman, everyone. Clearly, it's a clean social. She was talking about cats. Just all those cats everywhere. Just not eating cats. I'm so glad that DJ Khaled does not eat cats. You know, like, that's crazy to me. Well, and all these, all these crazy things people say about cats. They say, oh, I couldn't do something without swinging a dead cat around. Why are you, why are all the cliches about cat, dead cat? Let, let the cat out of the bag? Please, let, why is a cat in the bag? Why do we, there's more than one way to skin a cat? Why are we skinning cats? For what reason could we possibly have that it would become a cliche that we've said it so many times that skinning cats, I don't wanna skin a cat. I don't wanna think about my cat without skin. I love his little kitty face. And now I'm imagining his little eye sockets, his beautiful green eyes looking at me with no skin on his face. Where are his little ears? I uh, I always wanted to get a tattoo. I, I'm going through menopause right now, and it's kind of exciting because I only get my period every three months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Small benefits every three months. But I can't wait till it just craps out entirely because I want to get a tattoo on my where my uterus is was or whatever to commemorate its disuse. And <laughs> I want, like, a tiny skeleton baby... Kitten, kitten, a kitten, a tiny skeleton baby kitten. Like where it's all like curled up and it's a little kitty face in my little cute. Because I want to birth a kitten. <laughs> like that's, I love cats. Here's the other thing. People, people say that cats, they're not, they, they, there's all kinds. Why would you want to skin a cat? Cats are the most amazing. Did you know that a cat can have like nine babies? It has uterine horns. It can have nine babies, even 12 babies, lots of babies. And then when those little kittens come out, they're born with teeth. They're born with teeth. And these are mammals, so they're sucking their boobies. What are cat boobs made out of? And why haven't we put that in space? Are they made of Kevlar? Can we make like a bulletproof outfit out of like cat nipple stuff? Baby cats have teeth, and they're fine with this. Oh, there's eight cats just all on my chest. I, I, I would love to have one of my cats. T no, I don't want to have. Cool. Glad you, you, no, I'm not. 
I do want to pump my own breasts, but I don't want my cats to be involved. I, I want them to be involved in everything else except... <laughs> so it's consent-based, okay? It's consent-based nipple sucking. And I do not consent for my cats to be anywhere near that. Uh, your next comedian, he's a really funny young man. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sam Carroll! Yay! Her boyfriend is inside. And he's pissed. Oh. He's so mad right now. Oh. Aaron, tell him how mad you are. Fucking fume it. Oh! Aaron, come on. Fuming? That's an exaggeration. Fuming is an exaggeration. Frickin' peed off. There we go. Frickin' peed off. That's barely even going to be a fight. Hey, shout out Aaron Atkins. It, he's not on heroin. That was, a, that was an exaggeration. It's a... Uh, what do you do? You put the Oxycontin in the f alcohol, it dissolves into the pure substance, and then you smoke that off foil? Is that it? Not heroin, heroin. Bill, how dare you drag his name through the mud like that? There's a lot more of you than I thought. How you guys doing? Is it because the weather's nice? Is that why you're here? Because this, you guys are squad out right now. Cool, cool. I'm about to tell you some depressing S. S-H-I... T. Kids can't spell. My friend is on the job search, depressed. Last week, he called the suicide hotline, but there was nothing they could do. They were fully staffed. Another one of my friends got automated. His job automated. A robot took his job and then had sex with his girlfriend. A friend of mine who volunteered at the suicide hotline called me up on his first day. He asked me if I knew that the suicide hotline does not pay their employees. I said, yeah, what do you expect? He said, commission. Recently, I learned that the word lesbian comes from the Greek island of Lesbos, where they were banished to by Greek men and their 10-year-old boyfriends. When I first heard that Jeff Epstein got busted for sex trafficking, I thought, how could a man of his wealth and stature not afford to tint his car windows? <laughs> what really sucks about the whole Jeffrey Epstein private jet situation is that I started comedy thinking that one day, if I worked hard enough, I might get to take a ride on that jet. You can imagine my anguish upon learning that he recently downgraded to a Cessna. Thank you guys, I've been Sam Carroll. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin, wonderful lady. Thank you all for coming. You're squatted out right now, I freaking love it! Yay! That was Sam Carroll, hooray! Everybody keep all socially distanced, that's great, yay! Hey, cool! Masks and stuff. Comics, too, we have mic condoms in there uh, for changing them and all that stuff for safety. And your next, your next comedian, uh, he's, he's all about safety. Uh, he is the master of brunch. Put your hands together for Pancake the Syrup King. Pancake the Syrup King, the king of syrup. Here he comes doing things. Yes, everyone bow to the king, oh, to the syrup. 
Pancake. Shout out for Emily. And Pancake, the Syrup King. Yay! Hi. I'm Pancake, the Syrup King. And if I could have your small and fleeting attention, I would like to tell you, excuse me, it poured in. You guys, he threw off my whole rhythm, so I, I'm probably gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw the fight right now. I lost my gusto. I, I have a, I had this N-word friend who, I, I'm gonna start out with this so, so I can win you guys back. Okay, so I had this N-word buddy who, and N-word is, it's short for nincompoop, okay? He was a ninny, yes. And, and I looked it up, it's not a bad word. Nincompoop, but short is ninny. And even shorter is the N-word. But because I said N-word, you all thought when I first initially said it that I was being, well, guess what? You're all bigots because you thought I meant something else, okay? N-word cannot be a blanket term covering all the other N-words. Never, okay? Non sequitur. Never trumper. Uh, necronomicon. <laughs> Necrophilia. I'm Pancake, the Syrup King. And now I would like to get to some prepared material. I've upgraded to a phone. I have no more notes in the paper form. I'm thinking all these words come from somewhere, right? They must have originated in some point. Like, uh, I imagine two men at, uh, at work around the water cooler and one secretly goes like, hey man, her ass. And like, the next week, He's like, hey, buddy, her ass mint. So harass mint must have come from somewhere. Her ass primo. Am I? Okay. I'm just touch, touching all the, the boundaries of... Uh, legal legal uh public speaking uh for the for the uh founding people children we can call them that right the founding people Pe children uh so i wake up at around 11:30 just like you guys okay when my phone battery dies and I finally cave in. Sure, I'll go to the bathroom for the first time of the day. Then I start walking. And there's a full length mirror in my room and, and it catches me every day. Oh my gosh, what is that? <laughs> it's just me. 
the longer my hair gets, the more it seems like I want to hurt people. But that's, I'm trying to be an actor, okay? And even more so, I'm trying to be a good person. I'm growing out my hair to donate. But then someone told me, hey, uh, they're going to take all your hair and then fold it in half. So you're basically only giving them like five to four inches, which should be enough. <laughs> if you don't like it, wear that under a really long wig, okay? And you, you, you like really stick that first one on and then the, the other one can come off and be like, oh, you're not really bald. Or even if you're not bald and wearing a bald cap under your wig, under your other wig, stay hydrated. <laughs> if there's pancake, I've been told I have to wait for it to be dead silent before I continue my set. And I'm just remembering this now. Let me go back to the old. So if I ever were to wear blackface continuously in these trying times, I would only do it if I ever were to do it. I would only do it while I drive so I can confuse the cops that pull me over. Guess what? It's me again. <laughs> you done goofed. What's the problem this time? My insurance is still out. I still don't have registration. I haven't paid taxes in four years. Someone help me. I need a life coach. And this may sound like a call for help, or a, a plead, a, a scream for help. <laughs> But just know that I am a professional entertainer, aspiring actor, born entertainer, I should say, born actor, uh, uh, naturally funny because I was put in dangerous situations. You know what? Why not? Why not? N now I feel really bad. Uh, I, feel r I feel like a public enemy. I have to go really soon to answer nature's call in the restroom. I have a, I have a house that was, uh, I bought it from an 80s cocaine head. Can I say cocaine? Why is that clean? And I can't, s <laughs> the F word, the F word is like, ah, oh, okay. New lines are drawn every day, everybody. But the F word is like the modern day Smurf. You know, Smurf that. Smurf this. There are people fighting in the street everywhere. Hello, I'm Pancake, and I'd like to begin my set now. Pancake the Syrup King, everyone, yes. He was talking about going potty. 
Uh, the other day, I had to go number two really, really badly. And wow, uh, when it, I went and it curled around the bowl. You guys, I went number six, okay? <laughs> I went number six. That's the thing that happens. It's lots of fiber. I like figs. You know what I mean? It's that time of year. Figs are good for you. Your next comedian, what a joy and wonderment he is. I think he has his guitar here today. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Josh Kahn! Look, Mom, I'm putting on a condom for the first time. You told me back when I was 13, and I'm, now I'm doing it. But that you're not supposed to put two on there because it increases the risk of friction, and that one of them will break, and that's how you end up pregnant at the open mic. Okay. All right, my name is Josh Kahn. This is Mutiny Radio. Uh, please take a moment to donate to mutinyradio.fm. We appreciate all your donations, and uh, your donations are what are keeping the doors open here right now. So keep free speech alive. These jokes here is constitutionally protected, baby. Yes, they are. Oh, my gosh. Um, I love that you guys come here. I want to figure out the, uh, the impression that I want to do. Okay. Uh, well, knock, knock. Antifa. What are you, the feds? Let's see some ID. Antifa is anybody who doesn't like fat. You're Antifa you. That's Antifa who. Hush. Come on. We're, we're all here to MAGA, right? You guys are on board with MAGA, right? Make Antifa great again. All right? And you guys are all now on a government watch list for listening to me say that. This is this has been a really productive night for the federal government, my comedy career. You know. Better to Midland. Okay. Um, no, I love you guys. You guys are awesome for being here. Um, I'll do a quick impression here. So uh, here's a quick impression. And you just got to guess who it is. The, the, I guess I'll, I'll title the impression, um, Jeff Calls Bill in a Tight Spot. Here's how it goes. Hello. You have a collect call from Jeffrey, an inmate at federal prison. Will you accept charges? Well, I sure, I'll accept charges, no big deal. Go ahead. Bill, you there? They got me. They finally got me in the lockup. We're both screwed. We're going to be screwed. Everyone's going to be all over the news. We're going to be so, hold on, Jeffrey, hold on. It's not a big deal here. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You stay there in federal prison, Jeffrey, and I'm going to send an ordained minister down there. He's going to convert you to the religion of Muslim. Bill, what do you mean? What's that going to do if he converts me to be a Muslim? Well, if he converts you to be a Muslim, there's going to be 72 virgins waiting for you on the other side, buddy. Reach under your chair and you'll find a rope. <laughs> I don't know why Jeffrey Epstein sounds like George Burns in this. I don't know why. I don't know, like, what did he sound like? I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad that worked. I got a, uh, anybody here baseball fans? See some Giants hats out there. Anybody like baseball? No, we're way too, we're way too woke. Yeah, we like baseball. We like something that's totally irrelevant. Awesome. Uh, but they brought it back. Baseball's back officially. Like, no, nobody in the stands, but it is back. But when we actually go back, and we are back in stands, I want you guys to remember, during the seventh inning of every baseball game you go to, these are the new lyrics you have to sing for Take Me Out to the Ball Game. They go like this. Bum, 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 take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. 
I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame for it's one. Two, three turns for Trump to play effed up games. Boom, boom, boom. Play ball. Three? Yeah. Nobody cares. Who, who even cares about baseball, right? You know? Last time I was at a baseball game, the guy sitting next to me, baseball fans were like so old and out of touch. Like the guy next to me, we were singing that. He was like, it, it for it's one, two, three, four, five. What? What are we doing? Okay, I uh, will play you guys some songs. All right, I just turned it on the switch mic. The switch mic's on, there you go. I don't know if you got that, it don't matter. The guitar is a great hack move as a comedian. If, you bring, if you're a comedian and you bring a guitar, don't bring your girlfriend, because every com other comedian will just try to have, to have sex with your girlfriend twice as hard. Okay. All right. Uh, did you guys like? Did you guys like David Bowie? Bowie fans out there? Did you guys know that Bowie was actually really into Metallica? Bowie was into Metallica. Actually, at the time of his death, he was recording a cover album of all Metallica songs. All right. I used to have a girl. I used to have a girlfriend that sounded just like that. Okay. All right, so here's my, here's, I'm going to show you guys. This is what happened before David Bowie died. He was working on an all Metallica covers album, okay? So here's David Bowie sings Metallica. So close, no matter how far. Couldn't be much more from the heart. Forever trust in what we are, oh yeah! And Ziggy played guitar, yeah! Ziggy played guitar, that's David Bowie singing Metallica, yeah. Here's Metallica singing David Bowie. Ch 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 changes, turn and face the strain. Don't wanna be a better man. Ch 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 changes, try me, change me. But I can't waste time. Where's your crown? Metallica singing David Bowie. Okay. I'll play one more and I'll get out of your hair. Not Motorhead. No Lemmy. All right, you guys, I really feel for everybody. Uh, thank you guys for coming and being socially distanced, wearing masks and all that stuff. I know it's a hard time right now through the quarantine, but we will get through this together, folks. Love one another. Peace and love to you guys. Here's my song. Here we go. Well, I'm not the world's most hygienic guy, but if you shake my hand when I've been wiping my eyes, you'll catch Corona. R-O-N-A-R-O-N-A. Coca-Cola-Corona. Well, I'm not the world's most paranoid guy, but I stay inside because I don't want to die from the Corona. R-O-N-A-R-O-N-A. Coca-Cola-Corona. Hey, 
everybody. Oh, well, there's hundreds of thousands of cases worldwide. I guess I'm have to cancel my mail order bride. All the stuff from China I thought I would love. I gotta handle all of it with latex gloves. Well, I got plenty of TP at home. Got a cure for COVID. It's called smoking a bowl right to the dome. D-O-M-E, dome. We'll cure your corona. Everybody sing! Rona. R-O-N-A, Rona. Co-co-co-corona. If you don't sing, you'll catch corona. Sing along. Rona. R-O-N-A, Rona. Co-co-co-corona. My name is Josh Kahn. Please give it up. Donate to mutinyradio.fm, and here's your beautiful and lovely host, Pamela Benjamin. That was amazing. That was Josh Kahn. Yay! Yay! He's so talented. It's so impressive when a comedian can actually do something. You know what I mean? Like play guitar. No, I mean not just like talk. I'm sorry. Not just talking to a microphone, but I got this... Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm excited for the the most important of unimportant things. World premiere soccer. <laughs> Everybody love that. You know what I love about watching soccer is finally I get to watch hot 24-year-old men actually make their goals. <laughs> They're like literally making goals. They're <laughs> like making goals. And I'm so impressed when they do that. Your next comedian, he makes goals because he's an adult and he does that. For his life. I'm so excited. He's such a big supporter of mutinyradio.fm. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together right now for Will Brown. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Wow. Pam Benjamin looking like a hot Sailor Moon, like an emo, emo Sailor Moon. She's a little more emo. I'm a little more rock and roll. If you remember that one, you old like me. I'm taking these condoms off of this mic. I'm gonna raw dog it because if everybody else wears condoms, then I don't have to, right? That's a hard act to follow with the guitar. I can't play guitar. I, I've got nine minutes of dick jokes though. Are you guys down for that? I mean, I've only got six, but that's a, that's most people used to that. Can you guys keep it down in there? God, what's going on? There's a fight break. All right, relax people back there. Anyhow, tw 24 year olds meeting their goals. Um, so my name is Will Brown. Thank you for coming and hanging around and I'm not gonna rhyme anything else, I promise. Uh, it's hard keeping up with these youngsters. It is for an old gay man like myself. Well, I'm in my daddy years. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my daddy years. We're, it's a resurgence. It's the golden age of daddies because people are looking for stable people with housing and, you know, like job. I got a good job. I'm in a union. I'm good. I'm good. Not Muni, but I do support Muni. Ride Muni. Keep it covered. Not, I'm not giving a good example, but do as I say, not as I do. You guys have heard that from your dads, right? Who's got a dad? Anybody have a dad out there? This one does. Henrique. Henrique is going to help me with a, with a COVID pro tips demonstration here in a minute. 
but I wanted to get with the more youthful people. My pron I wanted to tell you my pronouns. We're supposed to do that now, right, in California. My name's Will Brown. My pronouns are, are yes, sir, and no, ma'am. <laughs> because I'm from Appalachia. I'm kind of from the South. Uh, I'm an Appalachian man. Um, so, you know, I'm a gay daddy. I'm a gay a uncle, a gay uncle, big bro, whatever you need. Whatever you need, I'm going to try and do it. Um, so I'm booed up with this boy right here, Henrique, right now. He's my COVID lockdown boy. He's been hold helping me move <laughs> as I get evicted from my apartment. That's another story. It's another story. I do have secure housing, though. I did mention that, right? Okay. But I'm booed up. That's my number one pro tip for COVID times. Find somebody, boo up, get it. I'm buoyed up, boy up, boo up, whatever you need to share the times with. And if you're not doing that, if you're not successful with that, lower your standards. Lower your standards. You can, there's somebody out there for everybody. You just need to lower your standards a little bit. That's pro tip number one. Pandemic pro tip number one. Woo! So, keeping it moving along. Pro tip number two for the COVID times and the pandemic. Uh, you guys have hangnails ever? You chew your cuticles or whatever? Keep, keep one nice and fresh and open because then it lets you know if the hand sanitizer is working or not. Because I don't know, like, I go to, like, Costco or whatever. They're giving you this, like, whatever hand sanitizer. I'm like, I don't trust this. It's like those drinks in the castor. They water the shit down to save money. You got to make sure it's fresh. Uh, high alcohol content, like our booze, right? That's pro tip number two. Pro tip number three, Henrique, you have to come up here. Uh, let's hear it for Henri. I'm going to show you guys the new COVID hug. This is how you do the COVID hug. First of all, put your mask, keep your mask on. You're going to hug a stranger or somebody you know, whatever you got to do. Put your mask on, get, the, get into hugging position, but it's back-to-back -back hugging. That's how we do it now. We back-to-back -back hug. You can still feel that booty, but you're breathing in opposite directions. Oh, and this is a good booty, too. And then, then if it's real good, you tell them, like, keep, keep breathing that way. I'm going to breathe this way. We're going to breathe together, both in the same direction. And it works out great. You can still get a hug in. Hug a stranger. It's fine. Keep your mask on. I'm not keeping my mask on because it's my boo, my boo boy. Thank you, Henrique. Can we hear it for Henrique? He's so cute. That's why I'm in a good mood. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the thing with the hangnail, you got to use your wounds. You got to, whatever wounds you have, you got to use them to the best benefit. There's, it's kind of funny, but it's true. It's true. Use your wounds. Um, so anyhow, I've been, I've been in San Francisco since 2001. I've been here a long time before I got evicted from my rent control department. But that's another story, and I'm not bitter about it at all, whatever. It's millionaires evicted me, and they're, they are not of my same race. If that, if that brings you joy, let it bring you joy. I'm not mad about it anymore. I'm over it, <laughs> real over it. I moved from a three-bedroom into a one-bedroom. It's happened, it happened. <laughs> it's over. These guys, <laughs> these fools up here know what I'm talking about. But anyhow, have, has any of y'all been to the Castro around here? The Gaberhood, you've been to the, do you guys know that bar on the corner of like Market and Castro, it's called Twin Peaks? Yes, right, you know it. So, and it's all windows, you can see right in, and it's for, it's for older gay gentlemen, like even, maybe even older than me. I mean, I still got all my hair. Let's hear it for that. Um, a little great, but it's still there. 
Uh, so it's a, it's a the Twin Peaks is a gay bar for older gay gentlemen, but for a long time now we've been calling it the Glass Coffin because it's for the older dudes, the Glass Coffin. But so now with COVID, they all have to sit out on the sidewalk for their drinks, and now we're calling it the Open Casket. <laughs> it's it's so rude. It's so rude. <laughs> it's hella rude. <laughs> But they're still enjoying their drinks. You know, we're gonna make it through this. That's what I'm talking about. You know, like I lived through HIV. I was a uh, 14 years a condom wearer. It was uh, not fun to like come into your sex, the fruit of your sexuality in your teens, early 20s, having to wear a condom every single time, ladies and gentlemen. But that's what we did, and that's just how you had to do it. So don't complain about these masks. They're fashion statements now. Everybody's looking very fashionable with their masks, or they're not masks. If you don't have your mask. Same thing with gay. You can be masked. You can be not masked. It's all good. But I'm running away with that. Anyway, how about RuPaul Drag Race? Anybody RuPaul Drag Race fans? Yeah, me too. But, okay, so I've been binge-watching RuPaul, stuck at home most of the time, except for Fridays here. Socially distanced comedy. It's great. But anyhow, RuPaul Drag Race, those queens is so funny. They have they do everything with big hair they do everything with big hair, big makeup, big attitude, big fashion. They got the fashion for you. Um, they bring in the future of fashion and but then the rest of my life just seems so boring after that. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get through my put boring to do list after comparing it to RuPaul? It's hella boring. So I decided to make up drag personas for each of my chores on my to do list. I'm gonna share a couple with you now. Clap for your favorites. Uh, so, you know, I just moved into a new place, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not better. I, uh, I moved into a new place, I need to get copies of keys made. And so I went to the hardware store, got copies, mission accomplished. I am the drag queen known as Accompalisha Keys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I had to stop by Walgreens as well to pick up, like, my nerve pills, because people be getting on my nerves. I am Wanda Sykes. So, Wanda Sykes. So, Wanda Psycho. What's her name? Wa Wanda Sykes. She's a funny drag queen picking up her nerve pills, okay? She's having a good time in the Walgreens. Uh, I don't like dealing with people in positions of authority very often. I try to avoid it, but I had to call uh, the manager of my apartment building about the leak. I am the drag queen known as Karen Snowden. Let it sink in for a minute. Let it sink in for a minute. Uh, I, this is new. We'll see how this goes. Uh, it's a hot crowd. You guys are hot. Oh, my God. All these eyeballs. I'm not used to all this eye contact. I'm getting a little bit drunk with that and other things. But anyway, uh, I recently, I didn't realize, like, you know, I have some mild disabilities, but nothing like I really thought I could, like, file a disabilities claim for. But it turns out that I think you can. If you have enough of them and you add them all up, so I've got gay DD. That's a constant in my life. If you don't know what gay DD is, it's like ADD, ADHD, but it's you're distracted by D, like <laughs> college boy D, uh, man at the gym D, uh, bearded guy D, soccer player D. It's a lot of D, very distracting, very distracting. And uh, Sunny D is just a delicious fruity drink that's also distracting. But um, I was with this boy recently. 
And I didn't realize, like, and I don't know if it was due to the gay DD or due to my mild colorblindness. I apparently have mild, mild colorblindness. And he told me that I have, like,